Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Friday afternoon, everyone. Kip Harrods here with the Daily VR Investing Podcast. Last trading day of the month, last trading day of the first month of the year. Going to cover that in some detail. We saw some important things here. Kind of an ugly day today. Uh, you know, we had uh, ugly day Wednesday, bit of a recovery day yesterday, and followed by ugly day today. So not the way you want to end a week. As a general rule of thumbs, we don't buy here on Fridays. Uh, lesson taught to me my mentors some 30-plus years ago. And uh, we don't sell on Mondays. So we are look, we are buyers come Monday. And uh, we like this market a good deal. We, 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 we remain very bullish on this market because the economy is very bullish, because there's so much liquidity in the markets. And I know it sounds strange to say the economy is so strong with so many people that are still out of work. But... You know, that's just part of the story, you know, and I'll be candid with you. This is going to sound a little harsh, but it's just a reality of it. The people that don't have jobs don't matter anymore to Wall Street. And that's that's just, I mean, it's completely messed up, but it's also completely true. People that don't have jobs, low-skilled, low-wage workers do not matter to Wall Street. That's a real problem, I think, with what we have as far as a structural issue and not to mention a big-time moral and character-related issue in our in the way we've uh, become as a people, but the markets just don't care. They just don't care, and they didn't. We, we said this that during coronavirus insanity. You know, the, we knew it was over after the March 23rd lows. Even when we had, you know, 40 million people unemployed, 50 million people unemployed, and the markets didn't care, started going up. That was, the, that was a sign that it was over. Even during the midst of those terrible employment reports, and we said it then, the market just doesn't care about people. The, the market is about the big cats. The market's about big caps, mega caps, uh, the, 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 the tech companies that now rule us and run our world. And uh, that's just the way it is. It's very, we're, we live in a dystopian times, folks. We just do. And that's just the reality of it. Uh, let's go through some uh, basics about the, how the month ended up. Remember... Uh, the old saying is, as goes January, so goes the year. It's pretty true. Uh, not always, but pretty true. And so we'll talk about that. And also remember that the month of February, as Tyler reminded me today, by the way, it's Tyler's birthday today. Our oldest son is 29 years old today. Uh, my wife and I cannot believe that. Happy birthday, Tyler. Uh, but uh, as we get into February, Tyler reminded me, this is the worst month of the year in an election year. Uh, especially with the worst month of the year with a new incumbent, uh, a new president, not incumbent, a new president. February is the worst month of the year. And it's not terribly awful, but it's down a couple of percent on average. So there you have it. Here's, here's where we ended up for the, uh, for the month of January. Dow Jones was lower by 700 points. S&P 500 was lower by 40 points. These aren't earth-shattering losses, but we had a really good run to start the January, month of January. So it's disappointing. But again, we have Joe Biden's president. If you've seen his press conferences, you know he's just the mumbling guy. He, he, he makes himself, he, he appears for about 30 minutes a day, if that, you know, basement, basement Biden, right? We're used to that. But it doesn't instill a lot of confidence. We don't think that really matters, to tell you the truth. Again, $20 trillion in fresh global liquidity, right? Coming out of uh, back these this earnings season, but especially Q1 and Q2, the comps to Q1 and Q2 of last year are going to be exceptional. So, again, we're bullish. But we did have minor losses for the month, 
in both the Dow and S&P 500. NASDAQ was positive. Again, we like that because NASDAQ, semi-sleeve lead tech, tech leads the market. You've heard it say it a million times. You want to see NASDAQ leading. NASDAQ's leading. It finished the month positive by a couple hundred points, as did the semiconductors. Finished very positive for the month of, of January, just what you want to see. And our leader, and by the way, this has been our leader since the March 23rd lows. No index has done better than small caps. Russell 2000 finished uh, with the gains of 5% for the month of January. Again, these are our leaders. We take that. Also, housing index, HDX finished positive on the month. Uh, the BKX, the bank index, finished flat on the month. Uh, the Dow Jones transports uh, did finish sharply lower. They really tailed off this week after, again, getting off to a great start. They were, uh, they were lower by about 2.5% this month. And our largest company on the planet, Apple, after reporting, I mean, just unbelievable. Apple did for the first time ever $100 billion in revenue for a quarter. They only beat on revenues, beat the analyst assessments. They only beat by $8 billion. How does that happen? $8 billion beat. But Apple did finish flat, slightly lower, but we're talking about it by a few cents. So really, we'll call it flat for the month of January. Okay, uh, market update today. Again, ugly day today. Uh, kind of at the lows today. Dow Jones finishing down. 620 points, closing below 30,000 at 29,982. That's 2%. It, folks, it's 2% across the board. We'll save us all some time. Every index was down right at 2% across the board, except the Russ 2000 down 1.5%. NASDAQ, again, down exactly 2%, uh, closing at 13,070. And uh, <clears throat> what I wanted to spend a few minutes on today is what happened, and what a week, with, with these short squeezes. And with this criminal conspiracy that's happening right before our eyes of Wall Street, firms like Robinhood and E-Trade and Ameritrade and Charles Schwab and Interactive Brokers and some others that were told by their clearing firms to stop <clears throat> letting their clients buy stocks like GameStop and, uh, and uh, AMC. They all did it together, folks. <clears throat> And they all did it when the hedge funds were taking a beating. I don't know what you call that, but collusion. And the reason I say it's likely a criminal case of collusion, a criminal conspiracy, is that this goes right to the White House. This goes right to the White House because Treasury Secretary, old Federal Reserve Chairman Janet Yellen, who knows these rules, she knows how this game works just in the last two years, has been paid $7.2 million by Wall Street firms, the same hedge funds, the same hedge funds that just made these brokerage firms stop allowing their clients to buy the stock because the short squeezes were killing them. Billions upon billions of losses. You know, GameStop, here's a company in GameStop that was always already struggling a bit. I mean, most kids are gaming online. But you know what? There's still some games that had the disc. You still can go there and you can, you can buy used games. You can go there and buy controllers. It's kind of a community, really, uh, of teenagers that are gamers, right? And adults. And they survived. Then here comes coronavirus, right? 
Stock starts getting hit like, like every retailer does, right? It's not online. And then what happens next? Here come these smarmy, elitist, asshole hedge funders like Citadel. Really, King Griffin and Citadel kind of at the heart of all this. And because he trained all these other guys to their offshoots, they really work. There's collusion right there. You want to see collusion? It's the hedge funds that really are the same hedge fund. They just, you know, they set up shop under different names, but they all work together. Everyone knows this. It's not a secret. And so they decide, they see, they smell blood in the water. Let's go put GameStop out of business. Let's short this stock to the tune of close to 140% of the outstanding shares short, which I honestly, I've seen it happen before. But I never thought it was legal. I thought just, they just got away with it. Is it even legal? No one said. It shouldn't be legal. Why were they doing it? To make a buck. And they wanted to mortally wound GameStop. GameStop takes it. They, they wear it. They take it. Just like we did, folks, when the, the same elites crushed us in 2008, 2009. What did we do? We wore it. We took it like men, right? They crushed us. They created the products that did it in 2008, 2009. They crushed us. They profited from it. Then they got bailed out from it with our tax money. <clears throat> wow, right? And you wonder why there's a class war. You wonder why there's a populist uprising. They wonder why, they wonder why we're upset. Well, they... They'd better be looking in their rearview mirrors more than they have been because we are upset. 2008, 2009, well, you know what? That was, that, that was tough. But now for these same assholes, when they're losing, right? When they're losing, they change the rules of the game mid-game. That's prison time if we do that. Now, they won't be charged. We, we know this. How do we know this? Because we, they never are. Not a single person not only didn't go to jail from the 2008-2009 financial crisis, which was really a two-, three-year depression for us, right? They massaged the numbers so it didn't look that way on paper. We know what it was. 40 million people lose their homes. Not a single person went to jail. No one was even indicted. Not a single Wall Street thug was indicted. Modern day gangsters. Dave Portnoy is exactly right on this. You know what? Just tip of the cap. Big, big applause. Not even golf clap. Just a big, big clap, everybody, for Dave Portnoy at Barstool Sports. Wow. Who? The guy's a sports guy. His business gets destroyed by coronavirus. He decides to start investing, sets up shop, entertains us all. Davey Day Trader, you know, just beat the pants off Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett was selling the airlines. He said, We're buying the airlines. We, Warren, we fly in this country. You know, ever heard of the Wright brothers? <laughs> and he, he bought them the same week that Buffett was selling the airlines 
and Portnoy crushed him. He just did. He's got great instincts. If you got great instincts, it really does. You can throw someone's great instincts and real leadership skills with 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 a soul and with character. It doesn't matter what business they work in. You throw them in, they're going to quickly figure out how that game works, how to profit from it, right? From the criminals that are trying to rip everybody else off. So you wonder why so many people are, why is this story resonating so much this week about these short squeezes? Why, why are the Redditors, right? Again, more, more applause for Wall Street Bets, WSB, uh, the subreddit to WSB, Wall Street Bets. Great research they're doing there. Crushing these hedge funds. Keep doing it. You know, again, even today, Robinhood changed the rules again after said after saying people could buy buy GameStop and could buy AMC again. Then we find out they're letting people buy one sh- one share, one share. But it's doubtful anything will happen. They they they. But I know this. Robinhood was going public this year. Good luck with that. Got a, very, a lot of very unhappy little guys that set Robinhood up, that made them who they are. This is a big week, folks. This is, this is one of those weeks that feels to me, and I've been saying this for a while now, feels like a similar moment in time for us, for, for regular people against the elites, against the swamp, against the deep state. Again, this is uh, the same conversation we've been having now since Donald Trump came onto the scene, isn't it? You bet it is. And now, regular people, millennials mostly, again, smartest generation of my lifetime. I don't know why they get dumped on the way they are. My boys are millennials. I know all their friends. They're 10 times smarter than I was at their age. 10 times smarter, more informed, and they don't suffer fools. If you're an idiot, you don't run with them. Talk about good instincts and smart, not afraid to roll up their sleeves and get the work done to find out, all right, what's the real story here? Well, these Wall Street Redditors, uh, excuse me, uh, Wall Street Bets and, the, and these uh, subredditors have figured out how these derivatives work inside of these uh, companies. Listen, a lot of people didn't understand Tesla, and they hated it. They hated Musk. These uh, Again, the same group of short sellers tried to crush Tesla into oblivion. They almost succeeded. Almost succeeded. But Elon Musk figured something out. He figured out how a gamma squeeze works. The options markets in Tesla drove the short squeeze higher. Remember, at one point, and the reason that I, one of the reasons I owned the stock for a long time from 42 was that there were 42% of the shares outstanding were sold short. And when I would tell people that, you know, the, the same ones that were shorting it, telling me it was going to zero, Tesla I'm talking about, they would laugh at me and goes, oh, that number doesn't matter. Why do you think they're 42% short? Because everyone knows it's going to go out of business, Kip. <laughs> well, they got squeezed, didn't they? And it, this gamma squeeze where you use the, the out-of-the-money options, out-of-the-money call options are being purchased. You should take a look at the out-of-money call options that are being purchased now for AMC and GameStop. 
many, 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 many tens of thousands of options deep out of the money. This creates a structural flaw in the derivatives pricing system for these companies. Work for Tesla, work for GameStop, working for AMC, many others. I don't think this is over. I think they found a flaw in the Wall Street elitist asshole system of hedge funds. Hard to beat. It's hard to beat those guys, though. So it's going to be a fun story to watch. But it does feel like it's a big week, like a seminal moment. You know, for, for we had so many of our subscribers, so many of our VRA clients that could not could not buy. I mean, it's just just emailing us, calling us. What do we do, Kip? What do we do, Tyler? What do we do? You know, it takes a little time to get your money out of these firms. But, folks, that's the first thing you probably want to take a look at doing. And, yes, that is what we're advising our folks to do is to – there's no way you should have any money left with Robinhood come next week. And and, and, th- and there won't be much left there. Dave Portnoy again is right. They should be out of business and locked up. But they won't be. But maybe they will struggle. That's the one thing we have some power with. But, you know, we're seeing some real decentralization that continues, like Bitcoin brought a lot of people back after the financial crisis. Bitcoin brought regular people back. And even if you didn't buy Bitcoin or any of the cryptos, you knew people that did. You certainly saw the stories. It trades. You can simply watch it and go, hold on. Bitcoin went from 500 to 30,000 or 40,000 in just a few years. What? Yeah, it did. You're telling me I could have put a thousand dollars in, and it been it been worth over a million dollars? Oh yeah, a lot more than a million dollars, right? So that's that gave people hope. You know, the animal spirits started coming back because of Bitcoin. Now, the millennials have figured out how these option strategies work, and how these short interest plays work, and how they can force hedge funds. To cover, by the way, CNBC, oh my God, it's unwatchable. I hadn't watched it for a couple of years because they were all over Biden. Of course, they hated Trump and they're just primarily idiots on the show. The, 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 the professionals that come on never post their returns. Guess why? Because they never beat the markets, including Jim Cramer. Uh, years ago, blocked me on Twitter because I did the research and found out that Cramer hadn't beaten the markets maybe like twice out of 12 years. So I asked him about that in a tweet, and he blocked me within like five seconds. So you, can't, you can't even ask them the questions because they know what the reality is. I'm not taking away – Jim Cramer is a brilliant guy. He's an even more brilliant marketer, but he's got a memory like, you know, it's incredible. So he, he sounds real smart. The returns don't really back that up. And they'll just block you, you know, if you dare ask, right? They, they, they love all the censorship on Twitter. It makes, uh, makes them feel right at home with their, with their comrades. But CNBC today got busted. CNBC today got busted for saying that the short squeeze is over in, in GameStop. They said that the, most of the shorts have covered. Well, then the uh, managing partner of S3 Partners came out with a tweet and said, hey, hey, CNBC, let me help you navigate this historic moment in the markets. Guess what? They haven't covered yeah, the short interest used to be 137%. It's still 
Interesting. Call them out. You know, we know we know CNBC is in the back pocket of Wall Street and these hedge funds. So this is a real, you know, uh, populist moment in time where we have numbers. You know, we have numbers. Like more than 100 million people that are paying attention to this. We know who about 80 million of those people voted for. But this is unifying. You know, this, is, this has been a unifying event where it doesn't matter what party you belong to. It's just get the pitchfork time. It's time to, to take down these frauds that have been gaming the system forever because, you know what, they had the ability to do so. But they don't need more now. We, we, we're, 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 we're gathering the same kind of tools and abilities. So again, hats off to Dave Portnoy, especially hats off to the Redditors, Wall Street Bets, and everybody's been working on this research. Very, very smart people. Again, millennials. Millennials, smartest generation of my lifetime, without question. Not, 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 not a, there's, another, there's not another generation close second. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'll buy you lunch. Similar moment for the little guy, I think. Time to take down some of these elites. Not, not all are bad. A lot of them are. And they're the smarmy ones you see on TV trying to defend Wall Street and Robin Hood for all their actions. And you can see it in their face. They're bad liars especially when they know they've been cold busted. But Janet Yellen needs to be, and, and Joe Biden, I mean, they need to be, uh, they need to be tasked to, to find, an, to give us an answer to this. Because that direction to these Wall Street firms came from a really powerful source that told them that their clients could no longer buy these shares yesterday, which allowed so much of this short covering to take place as the shares plummeted. Criminality to its core, no question about it. It's, uh, it's dirty, dirty, rotten what happened yesterday. And it's still happening today. All right, real quick, uh, internals today. Uh, not good, but you know, could have been worse considering the market here. Uh, we watched the internals very closely, of course. Advanced decline was, uh, we're going to be generous here and call it two and a half to one NYSE. It was pretty much there. NASDAQ was better, not quite two to one negative. But again, for a day down 2%, honestly, we'll take that. Some of these short squeeze uh, actions are kind of uh, still messing with these internals. So honestly, they're probably worse than this today. It was not a good day. Not the way you want to end the week. Uh, and same thing with advanced decline. Advanced decline was 2 and a half to one negative on NASDAQ. These are more accurate readings. Uh, same thing with uh, NYSE. We're going to call that, uh, uh, again, just about 2 and a half to one negative. The price fall on the day continues to be... New 52-week highs to lows. We had 139 stocks hitting new 52-week highs today to just 27 hitting new 52-week lows. And our sector watch today, ugly. All 11 sectors finishing lower. Led the downside by energy, down 3.3%. Tech, down 2.4%. Again, all 11 lower on the day. Finally, our very commodity watch. Uh, gold today, up $4 an ounce to 1845 Silver, which again, maybe an, it, it, what we're reading is another potential squeeze candidate for the Redditors, and uh, for, for, for the little guy. Um, silver today was up 4%, up a dollar an ounce to twenty six ninety five. That If we could make a squeeze happen there, there, the illegal shorting that's taken place in silver and gold, but, but really more so in silver, uh, by the major commercial money center banks, we're talking about Goldman Sachs, of course, Vampire Squid, J.P. Morgan's the big boy there, 
And uh, Deutsche Bank, they're in the middle of everything that's illegal and, and just nasty out of uh, the U.K. Uh, but they're all short a lot of silver. And uh, that'd, be, that'd be a great squeeze. Uh, again, silver today up a buck at twenty six ninety five. Copper uh, down one percent at three fifty three an ounce. Uh, uh, oil today down eleven cents a barrel at fifty two nineteen. And finally, Bitcoin. Remember, Bitcoin tends to lead the markets, and it has for over three years, both up and down. And we've been re- talking about this and showing you some of those details. A couple weeks ago, Bitcoin began to slide. Remember, it hit forty two thousand dollars of Bitcoin. It fell all the way down twice to about 29000 Well, today the word got out that uh, from, from, from none other than Elon Musk, who added to his uh, uh, profile page, I think on Twitter it was, uh, uh, he just hashtag Bitcoin. And that alone sent Bitcoin today up $2,000 right now. It's right up $2,000 at 34581 So it's had a nice day today. Let's hope Bitcoin leads us back up today. Again, we're lo- we, we are aggressively long this market. We still like this market a great deal. Uh, and uh, there's just there's just too much liquidity. Bottom line, folks, have a great weekend. As always, please join us full time at vrainsider.com, vrainsider.com. Find other people that are doing the homework here. Let's uh, let's decentralize together. Let's unite as a group of people that want to take down the bad guys. Because, folks, that that's kind of happening now. There's a real power happening here. It's a very cool moment in time. Let's hope it continues. And we maybe maybe right uh, at least a few of these wrongs that have taken place over the last 20 ugly, ugly years. Have a great weekend, folks. We'll see you back here again Monday after the close.